Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to Jack and Flash for Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate experts. Flash, this man, you've stolen his seat, but we have him every week and we'll have access to him over the whole Ashes series, which is coming up this summer. And that, of course, is Tim Payne, Australian cricket captain. Payne, how are you, mate? Morning, gents. Going well, thank you. How are you? Very good, mate. Very good. Uh, well, first things first, how did you survive the three-day lockdown, mate? The snap lockdown there, did you uh, get through unscathed? Yeah, I did. A um, bit of a challenge. I'm not going to lie, us Tasmanians have been very lucky to not have a lot of lockdown, and the kids were wearing me down, so I was happy that uh, our man Peter Gutwin opened it back up on uh, on Monday. It was excellent news. Very, I'd be surprised, Jack, that if we know Tim very well, that patience um, oh, as a father at times would get a little testy with his two little ones, I would have thought from afar watching him. Uh, it's got a holiday house written uh, all over all right. it. Uh, watching today, though, to see what Premier got when I saw that, heard that in the news, what he's uh, saying in regards to people coming to Tasmania. Um, and I think, boys, we pushed hard for the Sydney test, but unfortunately, with all these borders opening up left, right and centre, maybe Perth is our only option to try and sneak a, a, a test in. But uh, we will wait and see to watch this space. Payne, uh, have you been watching... The T20 World Cup, it obviously kicked off last night with uh, Sri Lanka playing Ireland officially, but uh, Australia yeah. two nights ago. A little bit disappointing oh. against the Indians. Yeah, oh, yeah, a little bit disappointing, but it was a, it was a practice match. Uh, I wouldn't read too much into it. and Obviously, obviously we're, in, we're in desperate need of some practice matches because that group of players hasn't got a hell of a lot of cricket into them in the last sort of 12 months. So um, to get those two quality practice matches in, one against New Zealand, which we obviously won, and then um, to play against England, who are uh, sorry, India, who are probably the best team in the world in that format at the moment. Um, it was probably invaluable. The Dubai conditions are challenging, uh, and they take a little bit of getting used to. So um, it's great that our team has got out, had two games in those conditions, and they're now hopefully ready to go. There's clearly a couple of concerns, um, probably at the top of the order, but the guys that are in those spots are class players, and I uh, expect they will fire when the real stuff starts. I was going to ask you about the top, um, Davy Warner and, and Finch, and there's been some yeah. real concerns with both of them. I think perhaps Finch, he'd probably tell you yourself, obviously the skipper in that format, but um, he's had a really lean 12 months, and then there is Davy Warner. Yeah. How do you see that? It feels to me that, you know, Warner, he's he's still got to play, doesn't he? Like, if he gets going, he can yeah. be absolutely critical, but... Is there room to change that at the start of the tournament or even three or four games in? You know, what, what's your assessment? I don't think so. I think, I think it's such a short tournament that you've got to pick, you pick your team at the start and then you've pretty much got to stick with it. There might be a few changes for matchups um, with the ball, depending on what ground or what the wicket's like, but I think you're batting your top six. You want to keep as similar as, as possible. You haven't got long 
to change it. Um, and obviously the two guys you touched on there, over the journey, Finchie and, and David Warner have actually been by far our best T20 players. So, yeah, Finchie's had a lean run during last year's Big Bash. Uh, he's coming off a knee injury where he hasn't played any cricket at all. Uh, and Davey, a little bit the same. He's just been batting in the nets the whole time at the Sunrisers uh, Hyderabad in the IPL. So he's, he's a little bit underdone in terms of match practice. But, uh, again, I actually think whilst they are not haven't been at their best at the moment, they're actually probably the key to, to our tournament. If we can get off to good starts, um, you see Steve Smith hit the ball beautifully uh, last night or the night before, Marcus Stoinis someone who's really growing into that sort of 5-6 finisher role because he opens the batting a lot for the Melbourne Stars. But you can see, watching him the other night, the power he's got. And on these smaller grounds and, and lower wickets, uh, if we can bat Stoinis, Smith and Maxwell into position, then we will be very, very hard to beat. But obviously it's, it's going to take some excellent batting from Warner and Finch. Uh, and if they get going, they're as good as anyone. Payne, do you reach out at all to, to either of those two guys we're chatting uh chatting to in terms of Dave Warner and Aaron Finch and, and give advice or just um, so some support or is it just yeah. leave them to their own devices? No, I think with Davey, like I, I talk to him a little bit via text when he's away unless he actually asks for something, which he rarely does. Davey knows exactly what he's trying to do. As I said, I think he's just slightly underdone, but all he needs is the next game. He, he walks out, gets two balls in the middle of the bat and it'll come flowing back to him really quickly and yeah, and in terms of Finchie, then, yeah, we've got a, a text that we're, we're in touch a lot, and, you know, vice versa. When I'm playing, we're obviously both captains of, of the teams that we play. So, yeah, we're there to support each other, help each other through. We understand, I suppose, what each other are going through. So it's nice to be able to touch base and bounce things off um, Finchie at times. Just touching on Davey Warner, um, Tim, I, I've had this conversation with you, but he's, he's a character that from the outside looking in, some people have... Been not sure, um, you know, how to take him as a bloke, etc. We've seen some yeah. of his antics on the field at times. Give your perspective yeah. of the teammate, Davey Warner, for us all. Yeah, well, yeah, we've spoken about it a lot. Flashy is he? I think he's very he's misunderstood from a public um, standpoint. I think he's uh, he's a terrific teammate. He's one of the blokes you love having on your side. Um, when you cross the line with Davey Warner, you know he's got your back hundred uh, percent of the time and. Yeah, he's an absolute competitor on the field, but I think off the field, what what they don't see with Davey is someone who's you know he's enormously generous. Um, he's a real family man. He's a great dad. He's actually quite a soft kind of caring sort of person, actually, which is probably um, quite the opposite of what you see at times of him when he's the competitor and the cricketer on the field. But certainly in terms of teammate, um, yeah, you don't get too many better. He's terrific to play with. Pony. Um... <laughs> What was the feeling when you found out that uh, the, well, I suppose the the fourth um, of your, the fourth of your key bowlers has decided to to call it quits and and retire, and that is James Pattinson. And uh, well, I suppose it was really, well, none of us really saw it coming. Were, were you surprised? No. Uh, yeah, yes and no. I think um, Pato's obviously had a lot of injuries over the journey, and I think that can sort of mentally take a toll. Um, on you as well as physically. And then I think the whole sort of lockdown stuff and hubs and, you know, he hasn't played much international cricket in the last sort of 12 to 18 months. And, and when we have been away, he hasn't been picked. So I think it's it's all just warning down, to be honest. It can be quite draining. But, yeah, disappointed that we won't have him um, ready to go because, again, when James Pattinson's fit and firing, uh, he's up there certainly with the best fast bowlers in the world. So, 
Uh, it's a shame that, he, that he's decided to do it. I haven't actually spoken to him in the last few days. I should give him a bit of space. But, um, yeah, I'll touch base with him in the next few days and uh, wish him well. But, yeah, we're disappointed that he's, he has, but totally understand his decision and, and wish him luck going forward. Some career, short career, but um, he looked every yeah. bit as good as anyone, didn't he? You know, only 80-odd test wickets, um, less than 20 games, but that was through no fault of his own. He certainly the body let him down, but at times, yeah. you know, and, and you brought him back for that Ashes series for a couple of games yeah. when you were mixing and matching the quicks. Um, you never, ever lost faith in him that he could do the job, could you? No, absolutely not. As I said, him at his best, even now, he's he's um, he's unbelievably good. And again, we touched on Davey Warner being a great teammate. James Pattinson's one of the guys you love playing cricket with. He is he is the most competitive bloke I've probably ever played with. He's an he's an absolute animal. He loves getting in the fight. He loves getting in the face of the opposition. And again, he's one of those guys. Jack, you have him in footy. When you walk across the line with Pato, you know he's always going to compete. Whether you're getting flogged or you're miles in front, he's a hundred miles an hour. Uh, again, mate, he was someone who made guys around him walk a little bit taller and filled guys in the team with confidence. It's an interesting spot, boys, because <clears throat> Pattinson's been known as that fourth quick behind the, the, the three that we know that are the, the, the main attack for Australia. Payne, does... Who, who comes in to... Like, it's hard to get... It's going to be hard to get through the five test series with just the three fast bowlers... So yeah. does this open the door for Jai Richardson? Does it open it for Jackson Bird? Uh, who, who do you think yeah. are the sort of handful of players that may now possibly play due to due to Pattinson's retirement? Yeah, I think at the moment we're actually quite lucky with our, our fast bowling stocks is one of the areas that we're, we've got a, a, a fair bit of depth um, and we've sort of got some roles sort of Starkey and, and, and Camo and Hazelwood, they're all slightly different bowlers. So depending on who wasn't playing, it would be a different person. I would imagine that would come in and, and try and play a similar role to one of those three guys. So, um, yeah, we were absolutely wrapped, certainly last week, in a great win for Tassie, but that was one great thing to see. The other thing was to see Jai Richardson, although he had a back spasm to get through a game, I think it was the first, first-class game he's played in over 12 months. And, and from what I watched of that game, he bowled at good pace, um, can swing the ball, um, we know he, he played a test match for us a few years ago. We know how good he is, so we're absolutely thrilled to see him fit and on the park. He also got 50-odd with the bat because he's a, he's a handy sort of lower-order batter, so we're thrilled that he's back on the park. Um, Jackson Bird, obviously down here in Tassie, is actually battling some injuries at the moment, so he's yet to play for Tassie uh, this season. Uh, you got Michael Neeser in, in Queensland, who's always, um, he's always consistent. He's a terrific cricketer. He bustles away with the ball. He's got good skills. He's missed the last game, unfortunately, with the... He's had a birth of his first child, so he hasn't played either. Uh, the other guy who's been really impressive at the start of the season is Mark Steckity from Queensland. He took 10 for against South Australia last week. And, again, he's, he's traditionally been known as someone that can bowl quite quickly at times. Uh, but at the moment, it looks like he's got his game in really good order. He's bowling good areas. He can swing the new ball. He's good on flat wickets. Uh, and he's a big, strong boy. A bit similar to Pato, who can bowl all day. So we feel like we've got... Um, you know, plenty of options there with the ball if need be. You want to talk about options with the ball, and I'm, I'm not going to look further than this Tassie Tigers squad, Jack, at the moment. If you went into Flying. WA Flying and flash. went over to Perth to play some cricket, no Rainbird, Payne, Wade's not there, Ellis is not there, Bird's injured, as Tim mentioned. Is Payne even that in our was, best 11? That's what I want to ask. Well, this, I, I wasn't going to go there, but I'll, I'll let you perhaps if you want to. But in all seriousness, that was a sensational week from the Tigers. How about that? Yeah, it was a super win. Um, it's never easy to go to Perth 
and adjust to the bounce really quickly and win. And, and, and actually, WA are a very, very good team as well. So, um, yeah, we, we've got probably four or five of our best players around the mark out of the team as well. So we're, we're thrilled with the progress of some of the guys in that team. Obviously, Caleb Jewell, good to see him in the second innings go out and play aggressively and, and score a quick 50 and get us ahead of the game. Uh, Wakeham. So I think what we're doing at the moment is everyone stepping up when we need to. Bo Webster, the captain, made a cameo in the first innings, took a few wickets. Uh, Lawrence Neal-Smith was fantastic, five from the first innings and 70-odd with the bat. Uh, so, yeah, it's good that we're, we're not relying on too few. We're building some real depth and, and everyone's sort of chipping in and playing their part when they have to, and that's what good teams do I wouldn't say we played near our best in Perth, but again, when you sort of everyone's contributing, you, you can win games like that. So it was really pleasing. Um, what about, of course, what about the great man Peter Siddle? Big City, he was there at Another the end, fiver. wasn't he? What, what about Bo and Webster's leadership style, Timmy? Um, he's obviously mm-hmm. captained his first Shield game. Um, what, 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 what does yep. Bo bring to the table? We've seen him evolve as an all round the last couple of years, and he. He's bowling just becoming yeah. more consistent all the time. He's got a real role on that team now. What, is, what does he bring to the table from yeah. a leadership perspective? Yeah, from a leadership perspective, he's one of those guys who, who sort of... He attracts your teammates around him, so he's really good at, at bringing teams together and building that kind of morale. I think he's, his actual captaincy stuff is, he's probably quite new at, uh, but I think he's a, he's a real natural leader. Um, and again, with with myself and Wadey and Jackson out of the team and um, a few others, it's been it's a great opportunity for Bo to to practice or to captain five games, get some experience because I think he's probably the long term captain of Tasmania. So he's got that real natural uh, leadership about him, and um, and I think in the next sort of four or five months while he's doing the job, he can grow and evolve even more so, and the experience will hold him in good stead for for going forward. But he's yeah, he's one of those guys who who attracts people to him he's got that sort of personality and uh, and guys love having him in the team so it's great that he's he's won we've found a really good role for him which is that number seven he can come out and counter-attack with the bat and um, as you said his, his seam up bowling's actually very handy he's six foot six or whatever um, he can also bowl some off spinners and he's, he's actually one of the best slippers in the country as well so he's playing really well at the moment and I think his confidence is is sort of going through the group really quickly well, Paney, this feels like it's been, uh, well, it's certainly a big build-up for the Ashes, and it deserves the big build-up, and we're trading barbs at the moment with the English. Uh, a lot of the barbs are coming from this show, uh, and you're throwing them. We're quite enjoying it as well. Uh, ben Stokes, it was nowhere near on the radar, uh, and we sort of started hearing a few rumblings that he was back in the nets um, and and looking fit and looking right, and then... Nathan Lyon spoke during the week about wanting to have Ben Stokes and the best England out here. Jimmy Anderson had a bit of a crack back at you, uh, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll read it off. It's, uh, this is it, Jimmy Anderson speaking. It is dangerous to start talking like that, especially when we already have one player missing because he's looking after his mental health, Anderson told UK's Daily Telegraph. I don't think you what? ever mentioned that, What's did you? He's just absolutely made that up, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I... Uh... Jack, we've been over this enough. I, I I know what I said. We know what we said, and they can build it up to be whatever they like. But I'm not going to get stuck into that that side of it. I'm going to leave that well alone. It's um, obviously that is a very very serious issue and one that I certainly take seriously. I know Australian cricket. We've had plenty of our own issues, and 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 a lot of sportsmen around the world have had issues with that. So I'm not going to get into that. That's apart from to say that's clearly an issue that I absolutely respect. 
um, and have a lot of time for people that are struggling with that side of um, of life, not just in, in cricket. So, yeah, I'm not going to go into that. That certainly wasn't what we were talking about. No, completely misread, the, the, completely misread it, Jimmy Anderson, and got it absolutely wrong. We, we want Ben Stokes here and we want him playing. Cause like, like Nathan Absolutely. Lyons said during the week, we, we want to be playing the best England because when they walk home zip and five, we don't want them to have any excuses. So send it, we, we, <laughs> want the, we want the best team out here. Uh, quick one on Will Pekoski. It's looking yep. a little bit more promising than it was this yeah, time last good. week. Yeah, I hope so. He's, um, he's doing a little bit. He's sort of up and about. I don't think he's back into cricket yet, but um, yeah, my conversations with him, he's, he seems in really good spirits. He's, as he does, he's giving me plenty of lips, so that's always a good sign. And um, as we said, we're, we're obviously keen to get him back on the park playing cricket as soon as he can, but at the same time, we understand the seriousness of, of the issues that he's had, so we're in no rush. Um, you know, he's a young man, he's got plenty of time ahead of him. If he's, if he's right to go, then that's fantastic for us. If he's not, then... Um, you know, we'll be sort of led by the, the experts in that field and Will himself. And, um, yeah, we just want to get him healthy and, and fit. Um, and then we'll see what happens from there. Two little quick ones before we let you go, Payne. And thank you for joining us. Tim Payne, Australian cricket captain and, uh, well, leadership of this program as well. Uh, yourself, how are you uh, tracking along? Are we still expecting to see some Shield cricket view before the first Ashes test? Yes, we are. I'm... Um I actually had a little bit of a hit on the bowling machine yesterday, which Look was out. promising. Um, yeah. And then sort of Tuesday next week, is I'm at the six-week mark where I can start to look up, which is um, obviously the key part of me. We're keeping, if I squat down, I need to be able to tilt my head up so I can see the ball coming. So hopefully I get the all clear on Tuesday. I can start wicket-keeping practice, um, albeit probably at a pretty low intensity for a week or two. But, um, yeah, I'm looking to be hopefully playing a second eleven game for Tasmania mid-November, uh, and then a Shield game around the 20th or the 21st, I think it is. So that'll give me a decent lead-in of, of two or three weeks proper cricket before the first test in Brisbane. There we go. Well, this is one... I want to put this on the on the agenda because I've got a worry and a watch on this, Paney. Our man, Flash Lithgow, is very, very active on social media and loves connecting with yep. uh, an up-and-coming star. And there's a, a very famous, yeah, the late, yeah. late great uh, Danny Frawley, always used to play, always used to try and get Plugger on the radio. And he'd have an excuse every week why Plugger couldn't come on the radio. Jock Langdale is an <laughs> yeah. NBA basketballer who plays for the San Antonio Spurs. And Flash, Flash promised yep. that he was going to come on the show this week. And this is starting. He promised that eight weeks ago, didn't he? And he's, this is, Jock played four minutes uh, and and made his NBA debut for the San Antonio Spurs yesterday, and we look forward to him pushing on from what was a very successful uh, air yep. Olympics. I've got this has got a, a few little murmurings about it uh, that I think that Flash may have over uh, promised here, and Flash, yep. you, you must he must be on the show next week, otherwise you are going to be called a myth. Look, I. I w- Excuse me, I want him to, to cancel his training this morning at the same time it was on, but I couldn't get him to do that, Jack. But no, good result to see Jock at a few minutes. He had, a, he had a week or so off with a back injury too, but he's um, no, we a don't want excuses. in the NBA. We don't want excuses flashing He'll be around. Sure, he's good. Tim? He's good. Yeah. <laughs> is, is he sure, Tim? Or are you, I reckon you've been catfished. <laughs> Oh, no, he's that, good. That, he's good. Very good. Well, Payne, thanks oh. for joining us, mate. Uh, best of luck with the recovery, and no we look worries. forward to chatting you next week and seeing what the English fire back from, from today's little extracts, mate. So uh, good luck with yeah, the recovery. Yeah, always look forward to that. Barmy Army will have something for us, and 
And Flash, if you are having problems getting him on, mate, don't don't feel you can use Jack and my name if you like, mate. <laughs> very yeah, okay, good, Tim. very good. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Tim Payne, there, Australian <laughs> Test <laughs> cricket captain. Uh, well, up next, we're going to take we're going to grab a break. But up up next after that, we're going to chat all things vaccination. It's the big thing over here in Victoria, and it's the big thing in the AFL world.